Lift those hands in the presence of God. I feel the Holy Ghost. What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. And oh, precious is the flow that makes me white as snow. No other fountain, no. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Put your hands lifted. I feel the blood flowing in the room. Somebody lift your hands, begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. I feel the Holy Ghost in the room today. We bless your name, Jesus. Nobody like you, Jesus. I want you to open your mouth and give God some praise. I believe the heavens are open in this house this morning. I believe there's an open gate, an open portal where the Holy Ghost is flowing today. Open up your mouth. I need a drum on the drums. Lift your voice and begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. We bless your name, Father. You're so awesome, Jesus, and we give you glory and praise. Nobody like you in all the earth. I wonder what would happen if all of us open our mouth at the same time. I wonder what would happen if we give God glory at the same time. I wonder what would happen if we'll be thankful for all that he's done and all that he is. He is the great Messiah. He is the Savior of the world. He is God all by himself. We give you praise and glory. Bless your name. Play what you played before I came up. Play that again. Lift your hands. I got to hear the keyboard. Lift your hands. Wow. Bless your name. We glorify the name. Ah. We glorify your name. We glorify the name. We glorify your name, Jesus. My God, I feel the name. We glorify the name. Atabo Selamanda. We glorify the name. Hallelujah. We glorify the name. It's shot over whole side. We glorify the name. We bless your name. We glorify your name. Hallelujah, Jesus. We glorify the name. We glorify the name, Eshatabu. We glorify the name. Yes, sir, come here. Right here. Lift those hands. We glorify, I need to, come on. I got it here, there you go. We glorify the name. I hear the Lord saying unto you, you're my son, and I delivered you out of trouble. Most of your life you were in trouble, but I delivered you, says the Lord. 
But the call of God is on your life, says the Spirit of the living God. And the Lord says, you shall prophesy and you shall preach. And I will make you strong and I will make you bold and I will change your world. For the Lord says, I'm coming into your family and I'm about to rearrange your house. But I hear the Lord said, there were some praying people in your family that brought you to this place. But I hear the Lord saying, I will break you and I will make you all over again. But the Lord says, not going to be your way this time. Most of your life has been your way and what you wanted to do. And you lost the light in the time. But I hear the Lord say, I'm going to give you back double for your trouble. I'm going to give you back double for your trouble. I'm going to give you back double for your trouble. Double for your trouble. Says the spirit of the living God. And I will make you all over again. I release the anointing of the Holy Ghost right now. I break every curse off of your life right now. Somebody help me pray. Turn my mic up a little bit in the house. I break every generational curse off of you right now in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we glorify the name. Come on, lift your hands. I feel the Holy Ghost. We glorify the name. Jesus is the name. Come on. We glorify the name. Stay there. Stay there. Lift those hands. Let's go. We glorify the name. Stay right there. Lift those hands. Let's go. We glorify the name. We glorify the name. I am the one, Miss Kelly, that brought you here. Come. For I hear the Lord saying it was not your choice to come here. But this was the place where I broke your life. This is the place where you sung to the glory of God. This is the place I've made you an instrument of worship. This is the place where you lift your voice, demons tremble. And I took you on a journey with me and I took you through a lot of brokenness. But this is your time. This is your moment. This is your season, says the Spirit of the living God. For you shall preach the gospel with a new fire. And a new fervency says the spirit of the living God. You will cause a shaking and a rumbling to happen. Every place that you go, demons will tremble at the anointing that's on your life. For I am the God that's lifting you. I'm the God that's always been with you. I'm the God that never left you. I am the God that provided for you. I'm the God that stirred you. I am your husband. I am your husband. In Jesus' name, look at me. You will raise up a company of women that will shout the victory. In every place you go, victory will be released. You made it through the storm. Woo. You made 
made it through the storm. The devil thought he had you. The devil wanted to kill you. You made it through the storm. I'm your guide. I'm your daddy. I'm your father. I've been good to you. Somebody has a pain in your hip. Where are you? Somebody has a pain in your hip. You've been having pain like right on this side. Where are you? God is healing you. Come on, who's it? I know it's somebody in the room. Yes, ma'am, come. Let me pray for you. Somebody's been having ringing in your right ear. Where are you? God is healing your ear. Come, wherever you are. You've been having ringing in your right ear. It's been hard for you to hear in your right ear. Where are you? You're in this room somewhere. I believe that. For I release the anointing of the Holy Ghost. I said I release the anointing of the Holy Ghost. I release healing in your body right now in the name of Jesus. <clears throat> I release I, I release the healing of the anointing of the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus. Be made whole. Be made well right now in the name of Jesus. a little bit. Come on, let's bend. He's healing you right now. Let's go. Somebody give him praise. I feel the Holy Ghost. Jesus is in the room. Come on, say it. Jesus is in the room. Say it. Jesus is in the room. Say it. I can't hear you. Jesus is in the room. Ah, somebody give him praise right where you're standing. In the name of, oh, there it is. In the name of Jesus, there it is. In the name of Jesus, all the ringing stops right now. In the name of Jesus, be open. In Jesus' mighty name. Look at me, all that ringing that you've been hearing is going to stop. How well have, can you hear out of it? You can hear out of it. That ringing, it's going to stop. Shata, he's Shatai. It's gonna stop in Jesus' name. Somebody has cancer in the room. If you've been diagnosed with cancer, let me pray for you. I don't know who you are. I feel that in my spirit. Anybody's been, I don't care how long it's been. I don't care if you've been on chemotherapy. I don't care. I believe that somebody, God wants to heal you today, wherever you are. Come to me, lady. Yeah. You, you just turned around. Come here. Is your daughter in the room? She's not. Tell your daughter I will make her a praise in the earth. Says the spirit of the living God. Tell your daughter I'm paying all the bills. Tell your daughter she's been going through some stress, but I am. There it is. I already see anointing. You will not worry about your daughter. I put her in your mother's womb. I put her in your womb, rather. And I hear the Lord saying, I will provide for it. I will protect her. 
and she shall be a praise in the earth. She shall be a praise in the earth. Tell your husband, don't worry no more. I got her. She belongs to me. You gave her to me. Don't you take her back. I said, don't you. Don't you take her back. I got Somebody give him praise. I feel the Holy Ghost. I said, somebody give him praise. I feel the Holy Ghost. I had a word for you back in the green room. I didn't even know that was your wife. She gave me some water, and I heard the Lord saying, drums. And I said to her, anybody in your family play drums? She said, my husband. The Lord says, you have been in a cage long enough. The Lord says, I'm about to break you out of a cage, says the spirit of the living God. Do you own a business? You do. I hear the Lord saying, I'm going to prosper you. I'm going to cause that business to grow. Says the spirit of the living God. And no devil in hell will stop you. I want all of you. Not some of you. I want all of you. Every bit of your life, I want you. I want to be Lord over everything. Woo! The last two years you've been struggling, but your struggle is over, says the Spirit of the living God. Somebody give him praise. Somebody shout Jesus' name in the room. Say, Jesus, I can't hear you. Lift those hands. I feel the Holy Ghost. Woo. Where's Liam? Come here, Liam. Run, Liam. For I hear the Lord saying unto you, never forget me. Your life is about to transition. And you're going to be faced with so many things coming your way. But don't you forget who I am. I am the one that saved you. I'm the one that healed your daddy from cancer. I am the one that will never let you go because you belong to me. And I say unto you, you shall be a man of God and you shall declare the word of the living God. And I know you love basketball, and I will use it as a gateway and a key to get you into doors and get you into places, but I am calling you to be a shot. He, he. a man of God you don't belong to the world your life has been sealed you belong to me there will be many temptations there are already four women already ready to come and pounce on you when you leave your house but I heard the Lord say I will not let Jezebel kill you. I said, I won't let Jezebel kill you. 
Etalamandele boku shatai, bandele beku shatabahan. You are a good boy. You are a good boy. Watch me, drummer. You are a good boy. There you go. You are a good boy. I know you love me. I know you love me. Where's your daddy? Where's your mama? Where's mom and daddy? Where mommy? Come on, mama. Y'all hug him. Are you a teacher? You're, you are a teacher. Come. But I hear the Lord saying you shall raise up another generation of worshipers. The Lord told me to tell you I anointed you to be a teacher. I called you from your mother's womb to be a teacher. With your mom and daddy, before they got together, I had planned for you to come. And I planned for you to be a woman of God in the last five years. Your heart has been completely broken. But I hear the Lord saying unto you, I have healed your heart. And in the midst of your fire, in the midst of your flame, in the midst of your tribulation, I hear the Lord said, I made you stronger. And I made you the woman you're called to be. But you're going to raise up a generation that will be like polished arrows and they will be shot into nations says the spirit of the living God are you in the public school system yes the Lord says you're gonna shake up the public school you're gonna set it on fire says the spirit of the living God the Lord says I've given you favor giving you favor and I hear your prayers look at me you can hear me stop doubting whether you can hear me you have a prophetic gift. You are a dreamer. Do you dream? I talk to you in dreams. I've been talking to you in dreams. And I'll never let your heart be broken again. Where's your mama? Come and hug your daughter. It's not old. Lift those hands, I feel the Holy Ghost. Wow. Miguel, run to me. Your life is in my hands. And your grandfather's anointing is on you. For I say unto you, you've been worrying about your granddaddy's health. But I say unto you, I'm making your granddaddy strong. Your granddaddy's an apostle. I've raised him up to be a prophetic voice and an apostolic voice. And you shall be an apostolic leader, says the spirit of the living God. It seems like in the last three years, your life has been boxed in. But the Lord says, I'm breaking containment off of your life, says the spirit of the living God. I hear the Lord say, you are mighty and you are strong. 
And the Lord says, I call you like Daniel. You shall be a judge, says the Lord. And you shall discern what comes in and what goes out. And you shall discern what happens in a nation, says the spirit of the living God. And I hear the Lord saying, your life is not your own. I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you. You've been hiding. You've been disappointed. You've had several disappointments in the last five years. But I know what I'm doing with you. I know what I'm doing with you. Trust me. Trust me when you can't trace me. Trust me when you don't understand. Trust me when you're angry. You've been angry for a long time. Lift those hands. I feel the Holy Ghost. Pastor, am I all right? Am I good? Lift those hands. I feel the Holy Ghost. My God, my God. Janae, where's your husband? Is your husband here? Wow. The Lord says you have no idea who you are. You have no clue the plan I have for you. Growing up in your house, there was a lot of disappointments and hurts and struggles. I see you at eight years old, and I see your heart broken, disappointed. But I hear the Lord saying, I'm the God that's been carrying you. I've been carrying you. I've been carrying you all your life. I've been your daddy. I've been the one that is taking care of you, says the spirit of the living God. And I hear the Lord saying, weeping may endure for your night, but joy is coming back into your life. I'm going to bring joy back into your life. Look at me. You are not a failure. You are not a failure. You are mighty. And you have no idea. None, none. You have no idea who you are. But I hear the Lord say, I'm going to cause you to be a builder. And you're going to build people's lives up. The same way I'm doing you. Come and hug your husband. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. I hear the Lord saying unto you, the devil ain't going to break y'all up. the spirit of the living God. For both of you have been too comfortable but I'm about to bless you with a house in the future. I'm going to give you a dream house. You, I, don't, I don't know if you've been praying for one but I'm going to give you a dream house with five bedrooms since the spirit of the living God. Hey! Somebody give God praise. I feel the Holy Ghost. Everybody sit down. The lady with the gray hair with the glasses, come. Yes, ma'am, you. Wave at me. Wave at me. I... Yes, ma'am, you. Is that your husband? Bring your husband. Is that, that ain't your husband. Is it your husband? It, it is not your husband. 
It is your husband. It, it, okay. <laughs> he said, it's my daughter. And the Lord said in 1976, 1976, I don't know what happened June 5th, 1976, but I hear the Lord saying unto you, it's a turbulent time in your life. And I just hear the Lord saying, for many years, I've been drawing you back to me. And the Lord says, I'm not mad at you. You always think I'm disappointed I'm mad at you, and I'm not, says the Lord. The Lord said, for a matter of fact, I love you more than you know. Your grandmama prayed for you. Your grandmama on your mama's side, she always prayed for you. There it is. I'm going to erase the bad memories out of your life. There's been some bad memories, some turbulent times. And I'm erasing those things out of your life, says the Spirit of the living God. I release the anointing of the Holy Ghost. And I'm healing every part of your body. Them knees going to function properly, too. In Jesus' name. You are a prayer warrior. For I hear the Lord saying, you shall pray for this state. And you shall pray for this nation. And I will cause a great revival and renewal and restoration to come. Says the Spirit of the living God. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost on this man. Who is this? this man in Jesus mighty name hug your hug your husband who is this man he didn't want to come up at first I'm glad you came the man in the back wave at me you got glasses on your shirt Come on. Pastor Chuck, am I okay? I'm going to preach in a minute. I'm good. For I hear the Lord saying, I call you Samson. You had a lot of battles, a lot of struggles. The Lord said, I pulled you out of the streets and I brought you into the house of God. I delivered you. You should have been dead. And I made sure you lived because I had your mama praying for you. I hear the Lord saying unto you, I'm making your life all over again. You have a tendency to run when trouble comes, but you ain't gonna run this time. I'm in front of you, says the Lord. I'm behind you. I'm on, I'm on every side of you protecting your life, says the Spirit of the living God. Father, I pray for renewal and restoration in his life in Jesus name amen well give me a hug it wasn't too bad was it God bless you somebody give God a praise amen is this your husband is this your husband do you love him bring him then Have you retired yet? You're close, right? That's what you say, you're close, right? 
the Lord told me to tell you, you're not going to retire, you're going to refire. You're actually going to retire in the natural. But you ain't going to go sit down. I am stirring up the fire back in your life again, says the Spirit of God. I'm giving you passion again. I will not let you sit on the sidelines ever again. I see you the last seven years on the sideline, but I'm bringing you back in the game again, says the Spirit of the living God. Do you have children? Do you have a, where you, you have a son? Where is he? Come to me. The Lord says I'm going to make you a prophet. The Lord says I'm going to make you a prophet. And you're going to prophesy. I'm going to give you things that are going to come in the future. I'm going to give you the secrets of men's hearts. And they hear the Lord say you always think you're disqualified. But I qualify the call. I'm going to use everything you went through. You remember when you were 17 years old and you rebelled against your parents? I'm going to read your book today. You remember you were 17 years old and your parents couldn't tell you nothing. I hear the Lord say, are you married yet? Where's your wife? Come on up here, sister. Have you had your son yet? What's his name? Your son is going to be a prophet too. He can be hard-headed. How long you been married? 11 years. How much she loves you? She lo wow. And she hopes she loves you a whole lot. Hold her hand and never let it go. In the next six months, you're going to go through a turbulent time. But God told me to tell you, I'm going to bring you through it. The Lord told me to tell you, don't you even flinch when things occur in your life. It's going to happen. I don't know, God's not showing me what it is, but he says, when it happens, don't you flinch. I am with you in the fire. And you shall prophesy. And you shall preach the gospel. You've been running a long time, boy, but I got you now, says the spirit of the living God. Hug your wife. It's a hug her again. Shanda Bahasile. Do you have a daughter? She, you have two. Is she here? You tell your daughter the enemy's been bantering at her, pushing up against her, but I am fighting for her and she will overcome. Tell your daughter I said dream again. Did you hear that? Are you recording this, Pastor Chuck? The Lord says tell your daughter to dream again been disappointed she's actually stuck in a chapter of life and I'm bringing her out of that chapter says the spirit of the living God hug your mom and daddy who you rebelled against somebody stand to your feet let's get into the word of God
Hug your neighbors, I'm ready for the word. Keep playing for me. I'm going to work y'all today. Luke chapter 14, verse 25 through 35. Luke chapter 14, verse 25 through 35. How many of you enjoying the presence of God this morning? Amen. Give God praise. I don't hear y'all on this side. Luke chapter 14, verse 25 through 35. Now the great multitude went to him, and he turned and said to them, If anyone comes to me and does not hate his father and his mother, his wife and his children, brothers and sisters, yes, and his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. Somebody shout, disciple. Shout it again, disciple. And whoever does not bear his cross, somebody say cross, and come after me cannot be my disciple. For which of you intending to build a tower does not sit down first to count the cost, whether he has enough to finish it, least after he has laid the foundation and is not able to finish, all who see it begin to mock him, saying, this man began to build and was not able to finish. A what king going to make war against another king does not sit down first to consider whether he is able with 10,000 to meet him who comes against him with 20,000. Or else while the other is still a great way off, he sends a delegation and asks conditions of peace. So likewise, whoever of you do not forsake all that he has cannot be my disciple. Say disciple. Salt is good. But if the salt has lost its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? It is neither fit for the land or for the downhill, but men throw it out. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. For sermon topic today, tasteless Christianity. Tell your neighbor, tasteless Christianity. Grab somebody's hands, let's pray. Spirit of the living God, I bless you this morning. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for being here today. Now I need you to help me articulate your heart. Take me as an oracle of God and speak through me and prophesy to me and help me to encourage the people of God to go to the next level of their lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Go across the aisle, give five people a high five and say tasteless Christianity. Before you sit down, can you honor my good friends, Pastors Chuck and Karen Pelham? You can do better. Oh, you can do better for my friend. Pastor Chuck, before I preach, and Pastor Karen, let me tell you something. At the most vulnerable time of my life, I had a place I could lay my head, and it was with you guys. Thank you. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for loving us. You are forever in my heart. Somebody say amen. amen. Let's give our musicians a hand clap. Amen. You can do better for Corey. You did great. Somebody say amen. Thank you so much. Amen. Last Sunday, we just celebrated the resurrection. Can we praise God for he rose again? 
The Bible declared that Jesus had six trials, if you didn't know that. I just wrote a book. Can I see my book for a minute? Just wrote a book entitled Rediscovering Jesus. You got to get this book. Amen. I did an extensive research on the life of Jesus. And you got to get that book. You can get it on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, wherever books are found. The Bible says he was in six trials. He had a trial first with Annius, who was the high priest, who should not have been the high priest. Then he had another trial with Caiaphas, who was the current high priest. Then he had a trial with the regular Sanhedrin again. Then he had a trial with Pontius Pilate. He had a trial with Herod. And then he had another trial with Pilate when Pilate washed his hands and said, Do you want Barabbas of the man? The Bible says then they flogged him. On the end of the whip was bone and glass. They took the whip and they and they beat him. The Bible says in Isaiah 53, he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. And the chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by his stripes, we are healed. If you've ever been healed by Jesus, I want you to take 30 seconds and give God a glorious praise in this room. I cannot hear you on the front row. The Bible said, then they nailed him to a cross. They nailed his hands and blood came. The blood in the hands signified he's coming to sanctify our work. The work of our hands. Then they nailed his feet, Brittany, and blood came. Which signified he comes to sanctify our walk. They had a crown of thorns on his head and blood came. And it signified he comes to heal our mind, our will, and our emotions. It ain't nothing like a crazy mind. Somebody lift your head, hands up and say, God, thank you for healing my crazy mind. The Bible said that then he hung for six hours, three hours, six, can't remember. And the Bible said then he gave And was in a tomb for three days. And he rose again. Salvation is free. What Jesus did for us on the cross has secured our salvation forever. That means that God, when you gave your heart to Jesus Christ, the Bible declares that now you are free. Do I have some free people in this room today that can testify that you are free. Shake your neighbor and say, I'm free, baby. Salvation is free. But the Bible talks about a dichotomy that happens in Scripture that we don't always understand, Vanessa. What Jesus did for you is free, but it will cost you the rest of your life. I feel like preaching today. Say, preach, pastor. I don't know why we think when you give your life to Christ, because we live in a hyper-grace generation. We live in a generation we think grace covers everything. Let me just give you a news brief. Grace don't cover you to stay in habitual sin. Hug your neighbor's going to be a bumpy ride today, baby. 
It's going to be a bumpy ride, doctor. How you doing? When Jesus called Peter, his name was Simon. He says, come follow me and I'll make you a fisher of men. Peter is excited. He's seen this man named Jesus who is healing the sick, raising the dead, feeding 5,000 people besides women and children. And it was exciting. Brittany, we have a generation of exciting people. They want this Christianity has become so popular in our popular culture, because now you can do your thing, you can have your coffee and your cupcakes, and you can have your smoke machines, you can have your skinny jeans. I didn't have mine on today. Praise God, my wife would have let me have it. <laughs> Nothing wrong with those things. I don't have no problem with smoke machines, skinny drink, skinny jeans, big screens. But when you try to substitute the presence of God for those things, I got a problem. I wish I had some help. Somebody praising. We live in a generation where Christianity don't cost us anything. It doesn't cost us nothing. We come to church. We lift our hands. We praise God. We leave. We go to our comfortable homes. We have our children. We go to soccer matches. We go to baseball games. We, go to, we have such a great time. But that was not the first century church. To follow Jesus Christ meant you would be ridiculed, you would be criticized, and you could be murdered for your faith. Jesus wanted his disciples to understand something. Jesus wanted his disciples to understand that what I'm giving you is free. Here's a story about a man that wanted to climb Mount Everest. It was going to cost him $70,000 to climb Mount Everest. He didn't have the money to do it. So there came a benefactor, someone who came and said, I'll give you the money to climb Mount Everest. It's $70,000. You don't have to pay. I'll give you the money. So his payment was free. But his training wasn't, Brittany. You know what I'm talking about, don't you, girl? That training wasn't free. He had to train. He had to buy the equipment. He had to do all these things for months almost to a year before he ever started climbing. And one big risk in that climbing was he could die on Mount Everest. Salvation is free, but the journey will cost you everything. I wish I had some help in this room. Somebody give him praise. 2019 was a horrific year for my wife and I, as we have been Christians for 33 years, and we have been preaching the gospel, and God has been so good to us. And we've been preaching the same message, Miss Kelly, for 33 years. My message has never changed. I preach the Bible. Somebody lift your Bible up, lift your iPhone up, lift your iPad up, and say, preach the Bible. We have churches now to tell you you don't have to bring your Bible to church. Slap your neighbor. I said, slap your neighbor and say, the devil is a liar. Vanessa, 2019, I was on Facebook, and I was just saying to everyone, we got to stop the murder of our babies in the womb. Right. How many of you understand since 1973, 61, 62 now, 62 million babies have been murdered in their mother's womb, and 20 million of those babies have been African-American babies. 
Listen to me. I'm a statistics guy. You can't tell me anything. I verify everything. I'm here to tell you it is a genocide in African-American community. Ain't nobody saying nothing now. Give God praise. It is a genocide. Black people make up now 12% of the whole population. What happened to us? You know what happened? We killed our babies. Let me say this as a disclaimer. If you are a woman in this room and you may have had an abortion, my heart goes out to you. And you need to know if you've asked God to forgive you, you are forgiven. And there is now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Am I doing good? You are just praise God. He's a good God. All of us don't have our stuff. Talking to the men too. I got on Facebook, Vanessa. Can we just have a conversation, me and you? Okay. Since you're going to be on my wife's podcast. Okay. I recommended you, by the way. I'm getting on Facebook, and I'm saying we need to stop the murder of babies. Then I'm getting on Facebook and saying that not only black lives matter. Come on, black folks, it matters. But all lives matter, don't it? If you believe that black lives matter, white lives matter, Hispanic lives matter. Somebody say hallelujah. I don't hear nobody in the back. That was pitiful. And the only thing I said was go to the website of the people who are sponsoring the Black Lives Matter movement. And what you'll find on their own website is it wasn't about Black Lives Matter. It was about transgenderism. On their own website. They didn't even hide it. They said, we are here for trans women. What is a trans woman, a man? I never thought I would live in a generation. We would let a man dress up like a woman, put lipstick on, and hide his shoes. Stop squeezing y'all big feet in our women's shoes. Fuck <laughs> your neighbor, it's going to be rough today. Y'all shouldn't have called me down here. Y'all know me. I never thought I would live in a generation where a man had mental illness. Do you not understand that transgenderism is a mental condition? It's mental illness. We used to send them to the psychiatrist or the pastoral counselor. Now we celebrate what is not. God created Adam and Eve and not Adam and Steve and not Eve and Adrena. I'll be back. Hug your neighbor's going to be rough over here. I'm very empathetic to sinners who are lost. So we preach the gospels to homosexuals, lesbians, all of them. But at the end of the day, you still can't come up here and read no book dressed like a woman to my kids. I ain't got no help right here. Thank you That's all I said. That's all. I, I use scripture. I actually told him where the scriptures were. I told him about Romans chapter 1. I, I was very, you know, I have a doctor. I have three doctorates. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I think I'm pretty smart, a little bit. <laughs> and all Hades broke out. My family was the first to turn against me. 
own family. Because if you gonna follow Jesus for real, I didn't say have a bumper sticker hump because you love Jesus. I ain't talking about that kind of stuff. I'm talking about when you really love Jesus and you're around family members and you have to tell the truth. Can I keep preaching? I feel the Holy Ghost. I said, can I keep preaching? I feel the Holy Ghost. I had family members call me. What are you doing? We're getting death threats. People are coming on our messenger and they're saying they're going to expose our whole family. What are you doing? Preaching the gospel? I mean, I had relatives very close to me saying, I said, I am commanded to preach the truth. When pastors and prophets and apostles stop teaching from the Bible, walk out of their church, it's not a church anymore. I ain't got no help in here. Nobody want to tell the truth. I'm going to tell it. You got a steeple and cupcakes. Let me keep going. Thank God for my daddy. My daddy got on the phone and said, boy, listen to me. Let me tell you something. Did you think this was going to be easy for you? He said, pick up your cross. And you keep going. And you don't pay these devils no attention. I love my dad. <laughs> Slap your neighbor said, devils are in people. <laughs> Can I keep going? Not only that family, my whole community. They had called a town hall meeting in my hometown. And dared me to show up. My mom said, don't go. <laughs> I said, mom, I ain't going. I'm not going to do that. I had to call the sheriff department. We were getting threats. And then the sheriff were real good friends. They start coming by our church every Sunday. The solicitor's office got involved. He's a good friend of mine. We had to block people. I said, God, what's going on? He said, this is the way of Christianity. The Bible says in Luke chapter 14, it says a multitude was following Jesus. Brittany, you're going to love this story. A lot of people following Jesus for a lot of reasons. I'm following Jesus because I want a new wife. I'm following Jesus because I want a good man. I'm following Jesus because I want him to bless my business. I'm, I'm following Jesus for all the wrong reasons. The scripture says, Pastor Chuck, Jesus turns around and says, if you come after me, you have to hate your mother, hate your father, hate your sister, hate your brothers, hate your children in order to follow me. Now, Jesus is not talking about literally hate your husband, wife, and children. What Jesus is really saying is, if there ever arise a conflict between being obedient to me and following your wife or your husband, how many, how many wives keep their husbands out of church? Jesus says, whenever a conflict arises where you want to obey them over me, you can't follow me. 
Because the gospel, even when we give evangelistic messages now, come to Jesus, he'll bless you. Come to Jesus, he'll deliver you. Come to Jesus. And we do, and people move emotionally and come down an aisle and give their life to Christ without really counting the cost. Stay with me. Then he says, you have to take up your cross and follow me. You want to know what Christianity is? It's about a loving God who came for his kids. But while you're in this world, while you're carrying his message, you will carry a cross. What is a cross? What is a cross? A cross is prepared for you to die. We'll take up our cross every day. If you won't follow Jesus, everything, he says, in this world, you'll have tribulation. Be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. You got to pick up your cross through every situation. Just because you and your husband had an argument, you can't walk out and go to mama's house. I'll be back. Just because you're having problems in your job, you just can't quit your job. Look at somebody and say, please stay on your job. We got a generation, the millennials, Gen Xers. The boss looked at me the wrong way. I ain't going back. How you going to eat? How you going to pay your bill? You getting up out of my house. Ain't nobody saying nothing now. You 40 years old, still down in your mama's basement. That ain't going to work. What kind of generation are we raising up? You teach them, you get your hips back in there. Keep your mouth closed for one thing and go to work. You ain't that had no social in the interactions. Go to work. What does the cross represent? It represents death. Am I doing okay? Then Jesus says this. Anybody intending to build a building, before you start laying the foundation, it's good for you to count the before you start it. Because if you don't count the cost, let me talk to some young folks in here. You don't just start stuff, you think through stuff. You plan correctly. You think about when you're building a house, what, what's the house gonna look like? How many bedrooms? What's the materials I'm gonna have to use to build the house? Am I doing okay? You count the cost before you do it. You have to count the cost before you follow Jesus. Pastor Chuck told me last night, I ain't trying to be no martyr, but I'm going to stay with Jesus. I'm with that. I'm not trying to be a martyr, but if it costs me my life, I'm going to give up my life for the cause of Christ. Somebody give God praise. I don't hear you. Let me go back to my story real quick, and I'm going to be finished. Then I had to go to the, the, I had to start going to the state capitol. This is how I started. God said, when I was in the UK, me and Pastor Chuck was preaching in the UK in 2015. I said, Lord, if, if same-sex marriage become the law of the land, I am going to the state capitol and I'm going to open my mouth. It became the law of the land. God said, get going. I went down to the state capitol, began to proclaim the word of God. From that standpoint, they asked me to come and speak at a committee hearing on um, a heartbeat bill, which passed in South Carolina. So I say, Amen. Then I got in contact with the governor. He contacted me, became friends with the governor. He said, you praying for me? I said, I sure am. 
God has moved in my life, but it cost me everything. Then in our church, people got mad. They said, you're talking about politics. I said, tell me in the Bible where I talked about politics. I've talked about the word and what's happening in culture. I wish I had some help. Give God a praise. And who said we can't talk about what we want to talk about in church? Devil, you ain't going to shut the church mouth no longer. I am tired of MSNBC. I am tired of CBS. I am tired of even Fox and people trying to tell pastors what they can do and what they cannot do. I'm here to tell you, we ain't shutting our churches down no more. I don't care what pandemic comes. We ain't wearing no more masks either. tired of hearing what's coming from the White House. I want to hear what's coming from the church house. Am I preaching all right? We just passed a bill in South Carolina, praise God, that said no gender identity can be taught in South Carolina schools. And no critical race theory can be taught in our schools. Let's talk about what that is. Let's get an understanding of what critical race theory is. Because we're trying to say it's a good thing, right? Right? I want you to research critical race theory. It comes from Marxism. It comes from socialism. And this is what they say. That some people are the oppressors and some are the oppressed. They say that all white people are inherently racist. I'm here to tell you that all white people are not racist. And let me bust it up. I'm ready to bust it up now. I'm ready to bust that thing up right now. I said I'm ready to bust that thing up right now. And all black people ain't oppressed. They're trying to convince the black people that we can't make it in this country. I'm here to tell you, yes, we had a scourge of slavery. Yes, we had Jim Crow. But we are in 2022. We have the same rights as everybody else. I refuse to let the devil divide me from my white brothers and sisters. It stops on my wife. Our church went from 19 years predominantly African American. We had one white person on the praise team. And we tried to teach her how to clap. She ain't got it yet. <laughs> she don't have it. She all right, though. I love her. She stayed. We went for predominantly African-American. Our church is busting out of the scene. That's why Pastor Donnie couldn't be here today. We went from predominantly African-American to predominantly Caucasian. I'm really having a problem. I said, let's go.
Because heaven looks like that. I'm getting ready to end with this. Go to the keyboard for me, yes. Sometimes they call me Uncle Tom. They now have a new name. Black and white Tom. But I've seen many people come to the Lord through it. It was worth, play for me, it was worth the struggle. Carlos, one day I said to the Lord, I said, why me, Lord? He said, why not? If you don't understand that what you're going through is what Jesus went through, then you don't know who Jesus is. If you never get persecuted for anything, I question where you're, where are you? I got to locate you today. Jesus said finally if the salt loses its flavor it's good for nothing I will not let the kingdom of God not have a voice in our nation I need some help in the room there's there's always reward for the cause My governor appointed me to be on the juvenile parole board and it's my delight and honor. But I was also asked to come to your great state to be with your governor. I love y'all, governor. As I sit in that room, among all dignitaries, ambassadors, and leaders around the country, around the nation, and the world, What was the place I was at? Tell me again. I forgot. The Breakers. Thank you. I was at the Breakers. I had to get a tuxedo. When I was at the Breakers, they called me up to pray. They had a pastor in the mega church in Venezuela that was supposed to pray, Miss Pelham. And guess what happened? He couldn't come. God said, he couldn't come because I'm sending you. Brittany, as I stood there, the American flag was behind me. And I heard the whisper of the Holy Ghost. He said, this is what the fight was for. This wasn't about you. This wasn't about, it's about the cross. It's about the gospel. It's about the sanctity of the gospel not being snuffed out in our nation. That there's only two kingdoms. The kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of light. The devil is trying to snuff out Christianity. This ain't about the Republicans and the Democrats and the conservatives and the liberals. This is about the lamb. This ain't about the elephant or the donkey. This is about the lamb of God. Somebody give him praise in the room. As I'm ending today, as I stood there and I prayed, God said, I've called you to intercede for a nation that has turned its back on me. But God says, I'm raising up a new generation. 
that will not be silent. Look at your neighbor like this. Do it like me, Brenda said, not be silent, please. Because now they're coming for the kids. I don't hear nobody saying nothing now. I said they're coming for the kids. And when they come for the kids, I'm coming for them. I wish I had some help. I prophesy in this room that people out of this church will be on the school boards in the name of Jesus. I prophesy in this room that this church will be a beacon light to this state and this nation, says the Spirit of the living God. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. Have a seat. Let me prophesy a little bit more. I need to hear the keyboard. Turn it up for me. Come. I hear the Lord saying unto you, keep going. You've been better in the last year and a half than you've been in 10 years. You've found your purpose. And you ain't going to let nobody talk you out of it. You always let people talk you out of what I've been calling you to over the years then you end up being depressed. You end up being alone. But I hear the Lord saying, but it's more to it. Do you not realize I'm going to use what you're doing for a whole generation of hurting women? I'm giving you a ministry to minister to broken and disenfranchised women. Women that don't know their identity. It is taking you a long time to embrace who you are. And you're not going to let it go. You tell that little girl of yours, she's beautiful. The enemy tries to fight her. He's been trying to fight her from the womb. You tell her she's beautiful. You tell her she can do anything she set her mind to. She's going to be a college professor. I don't know if you know that, but she is. Now hear the Lord saying unto you, I brought you up, bring others. And you will never again, like you used to do, compare yourself to other people. Hug her. It's been a long time come. It's been a long, I need the drama. Where you at? Where you? It's been a long time come. I hear the Lord say, it's been a long time. But I hear the Lord say, I am first in your life. I am first. When you wake up in the morning, you call my name. You put that regiment of the word in your life because you got a ministry to reach a lot of young people, a lot of broken women. It's been a long time, come. but you're here. And she, what? She tada bahase, itala bahasombre elamahande, randa bakumbre esanda bakuma. Look at me. You're going to coordinate and organize a running event in this state. 
Hey, the Lord said you're going to organize like a marathon or something in this state. But I hear the Lord saying Jesus will be the main attraction. The Lord says I'm going to be Jehovah Sneaky. I'm going to use the event but to bring people to me. You will organize the event around me, says the Lord. And you're going to focus on spiritual health and physical health. In Jesus' name. Come in, mama. Give her a hug. Somebody say hallelujah. Pastor Chuck, I'm going to pray for a few people that you can come up. Let me see what time I got. What time is on your one? I'm good, pastor. Lift those hands. I feel the Holy Ghost. Somebody give God praise. The lady in the black, come to me. Yes. You. you yes. Yes, come. You can come too if you like. I've seen you do this. Yeah, come. Absolutely. Praise him. Come. Yes. All the praise team members. Y'all can line up. Just line up for me. Father, in Jesus' name. What? Look at me. The Lord says, stop fighting yourself. You've been fighting yourself for 20 years. I made you like you are. And there's nothing wrong with you. There's a great destiny and purpose inside of you. Like a rose trying to escape from the soil. I'm trying to bust in your life. The same thing the enemy did to your mama. I will not let him do it to you. I break off oppression. Turn my mic up just a tad. I break off oppression and depression right now. There it is. You demon of depression and oppression, I break your power right now in the name of Jesus. I hear the Lord saying, I'm unwrapping you. Give me your hands. Turn. Turn for me. Turn this way. Yep. Turn again for me. Yep. Turn. Turn one more time for me. Yep. There you go. I hear the Lord saying, I'm unwrapping you. There's somebody beautiful inside that can't be seen. But I'm unwrapping you. I'm calling you from the grave. I'm calling you from the grave to live. And you will live again. You will live again. Are you married? Is your husband here? Where is he? Husband, come. Who I feel the Holy Ghost. I hear the Lord saying to both of you, Hold hands. I'm lifting the financial burden off of your house. I'm going to lift the financial burden off of your house. You're going to be debt free. I'm going to break the debt off of your house. The debt has been heavy on your house, and I'm breaking the debt off of your house. In the name. I break it off. I break it off. You spirit of poverty that comes from his father's life. I break it off. In the name of Jesus. Hug each other. 
In Jesus' name, thank you. Look at me, I ain't finished with you. I'm not finished with you. Is your mother still alive? It was your mama that crossed the line. It was your mama that took a stand that today you stand in this house and you stand in this house representing a community in this house and every black person that's come in this house is a seed from who crossed the line then I feel the Holy Ghost and I hear the Lord saying many more are coming Harlem shall be saved I'm going to deliver Harlem says a spirit of a living God Harlem shall be saved you have a, a daughter you have a daughter I'm breaking the chains I'm a chain breaker I'm a chain breaker come on let's go I'm a chain breaker come on I'm a chain breaker sing it with me come on praise me there you go praise me let's go One more time, praising. One more time, praising. Chain breaker. Let's go, y'all. I'm a chain breaker. Hey, let's go, let's go. Like this. Let's go, let's go. I'm a chain breaker. One more time. I'm a chain. The Lord told me to tell all of you right now, if you shout, everything in your house is coming out. God said, you shout, everything in your house is coming out. Shout, shout. Don't you leave your place. You on the praise team? Don't you give up your seat. The devil's been convinced, trying to convince you ever since you've been up there that you don't belong up there. Don't you leave your place. I created you to be up there. I created you to be a chain breaker. You are a chain breaker in the kingdom of God. And don't you leave your seat. And don't you leave your place. I have put healing in your hands. I have put healing in your hands. I have anointed you to go into the recesses of the soul of man. And pull out the wounded past. And pull out the hurts of the past. Like I did you. I did it for you. Now I'm raising you up to do it for other people. And I will use you. And I will anoint you. This day, your life will shift. This day, your life will never be the same. When I lay hands on you, there is a fire that's going to be released in you to minister to nations. Says, Whoa. He's a chain breaker. Let's go, praise him. Let's go. 
Y'all can sit down now. Thank you. My hallelujah belongs. I need you. My hallelujah belongs to you. Come on, worshipers. I got to see you. Where are you, worshipers? My hallelujah belongs to you. Do I have any worshipers on this side? Won't you stand with me? My hallelujah belongs to you. You deserve it. Let's declare it. You deserve it. You deserve it. You deserve it. All of the glory belongs to you. Come on, praising. Let's declare it. All of the glory. All of the glory belongs to you. All of the glory belongs to you. Belongs to you. Belongs to you, Jesus. All of the glory belongs to you. All of the glory belongs to you. Let's declare it in the room. You deserve it. You deserve it. Yes, you do, Jesus. You deserve it, Jesus. Hallelujah. You deserve it. Hallelujah. We bless your name. You deserve it. Vanessa, come. Carlos, come. You asked me for it, and I did it, says the Lord. You asked me to multiply you. You asked me to increase you. You asked me to give you favor in the marketplace. I am the God that has increased you. I am the God that will continue to increase you. For I hear the Lord saying, you are my brilliant son. You're my son that thinks in numbers. I made you that way. How's your daddy? I'm coming for your daddy. I have heard your prayers for your family, and I am coming for them like a whirlwind. And in eight months, you're going to see the house shaken, your family shaken, because I am the God of promise. I promise you a lot, and I will fulfill it in my time. And in your house, your oldest son shall be a pastor. Your next son will be a prophet. Your youngest son will be an evangelist, says the Lord. For the glory of God is on their life. And 
the, the middle son will also be a businessman, says the Lord. You will have a granddaughter named Sarah. You deserve it. Let's go praise him. You deserve it. You deserve it. You deserve it. I hear the Lord send the apostolic anointing is on you. The breaker's anointing is on you. And when you went to South Africa, it was not a mistake because I made you there. But I made you for this region. I made you for this nation. And I brought you back. And, and when I brought you back, you struggled for a couple of years because you said, God, was I supposed to be there? Was I supposed to come back? You were supposed to come back because your man was here. You were supposed to come back because your church was here. You were supposed to come back because your legacy is here. Your legacy is here. You're going to preach like a woman sent from heaven. I'm about to open doors for you that no man can close. But you're not going to wait for open doors. You hear me? You and your mama. Come here, mama. You and your mama. Come here, mama. You and your mama are going to do your own women's conference that's going to touch the region, says the spirit of the living God. I hear the Lord saying unto you, you don't wait for no open doors. You are a bantering ram and you knock down things. And I hear the Lord saying, I am waiting on you and you will partner together and you will raise up women that will be on fire for the kingdom of God, says the spirit of the living God. Brittany, come. All three of you hold hands. Look at me, all three of you look at me. You are a team. Different gifts, different anointings, but you need her and you need her. You need her, you need her. And both of y'all sure need your mama. Love y'all mama. She's been praying for y'all. She prays for you every day. And she prays that you will go across the finish line and not quit. And she prays that your families will be blessed. Pastor Karen, the Lord told me to tell you, did you have a brother that died? You did? Let me flow. The Lord said when your, brothers, your brother died, it broke your heart. But I hear the Lord saying, as the breaking of your heart broke, I was giving birth to something. Your brother's death just like King Uzziah when he died, Isaiah said, I saw the Lord. Then Bishop died. And your heart broke again. And it still broke. And it breaks every time you see Pastor Kathy. And it breaks. But I hear the Lord say, it was a sign. The Lord says, I am releasing you to be all that I called you to be. And no chains will hold you down. And you ain't got to be nobody but who I call you to be. And one thing that's inside your spirit is to love these children and love these babies. 
And I hear the Lord saying, you fight for these children in this region. And you don't let no devil have them. For the enemy said, we're going to try to stop this school. But your school will not stop. For a matter of fact, you're going to plant a school in Belgrade. You're going to plant schools all in this region. Says the Spirit. I know you've been crying all night long. I heard you cry. I held you in my arms. I know you loved Keep playing that. The tender times you had together. But your water has broken. There's no return. You gotta leave. You gotta breathe. Your husband needs you. Everything that Bishop put in you will grow. You're a mother now in the spirit. You're a mother now in the spirit. Many children are coming in this house. This is an apostolic center. This is an apostolic center where you raise up five-fold ministry and then you shoot them to nations. That's always been the vision of this house and it will continue to be so, says the spirit of the living God. Wow. Hug your mama. Y'all love y'all mama, don't you? I love her too. You are a stallion who was trained on the backside of the desert. You are not trained like other horses that go for show. I had to break you. And I hear the Lord saying, I broke you. And I raised you up to be a man of faith. And even when you were a little boy, the anointing was on your life. And I hear the Lord saying, even because Bishop has gone on, I hear the Lord say, you become a father now. Ah, ah, you become a father now, says the Spirit of the living God. And I hear the Lord saying unto you that you are an apostle, says the Spirit of the living God. You are an apostle, says the Spirit of the living God. You are an apostle. You're not just a pastor. And there's nothing wrong with being a pastor. But I am giving you diplomatic duties now. I am giving you diplomatic duties now. Go for the harvest. The harvest is plenteous, but the laborers are few. And you're one of the few that will take the sickle and put it into the harvest. Not only this city needs you, Bandele be indalabo shalan, Belen ilakumba de elashin, 
Balande et le Bekumbri et le Chateau. Bandele et la Bonde le Chitam. Bandele et Kum Babawandele Bi Ishom. Bend et Kum. But the nation needs you. I said the nation needs you. You are a stallion. Ha ha! You are a stallion. Look at me. Look at me. Feel what you see. You don't know how many more years you got. I don't know how many more years I got. I'm pulling out of you. I will not let any destiny go to the grave. I'm going to pull out of you what I see. You're a father now. Go get your children. And put the vision of God in them. And teach them to fight. What has happened to the warriors in Zion? Teach them to fight in faith. Teach them to fast. Teach them not to give up. Says the spirit of the living God. Talamandele ikom. Bondele elakuma. In Jesus' name. Oh, I feel the holy. Andeba da da ba se, ukanda ba sombre eland, dele elombo kosheke. And everywhere you go, you'll release shalom. You'll release peace. Everywhere you go, you're gonna release peace. Like David, I made you a man of war, but like Solomon, I made you a man of peace. You are a man of peace. In Jesus' name. You will write the book. You don't have to write it, actually. Someone can write it for you. But how dare you, God says, hold what I did for you. What I did for you was a miracle. You were supposed to die. No, you were supposed to die. And God said, no. God said, no. Because I hear the prayers of your pastor. And I say, no. The prayers of my people stop the arrows of the enemy making your wife a widow. Just tell your story. That's all I'm asking you to do. In Jesus' name. Pam, your business is not over. I don't even know what I'm talking about. But I hear the Lord say, tell her her business is not over. The Lord says, I'm going to bring a strong wind and I'm going to provide for you. And you're going to open bigger, says the spirit of the living God. Your business is not over. I got to sit down. Everybody sit down for one minute and bring Pastor Chuck up. Miss Pelham, come to me, please. Everybody sit for one minute. I'm bringing Pastor Chuck up. I want to honor you today. After your husband passed, I was just taken to see how you kept ministering to people all on Facebook. You know, you got a lot of people that follow you. And she'll go down. I'm praying for you. You go give them Jesus down at the state capitol. That's what she would tell me. 
I want to honor you with my book. And I pray that that book blesses you. Amen. Somebody say amen. Come here, Pastor Chuck. Somebody named Dr. Tony Foster wrote this. I want to give you this book because I want to honor you because you're my friend. Thank you for being my friend. I got to stop. Thank you for being my friend. I love you. I got to My little nieces, nephews, I'll get y'all next time. 